So the first question is, how did you get involved in music? Oh man, um, you mean like performing music? Um, sure, it can be any. I guess it could be anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, so I actually got into music when I was sixteen. It was a little later than I think most people do. I think I have this idea in my head that most people who do music for a full time sort of thing, like I do now, probably start when they're four or five. But I wasn't really interested in music at that point. I was more into sports. So I got into music when I was sixteen, and it kind of all happened because I was uh, injured by playing a sport. I had broke my tibia playing soccer and in the rehabilitation process I didn't really have much to do after school you know went to rehab a couple days a week and then I was like my dad had an acoustic guitar it was pretty cool it was a different it was like a blessing in disguise because I was trying to do you know I thought that I would be more into uh, doing sports for a full-time thing yeah. I was extremely into sports when I was a kid I mean I played baseball, basketball, and soccer all pretty competitively. Um, up until I was 13, I played, I think, like all three of those sports, like at, simultaneously. <laughs> um, and then I just continued to play soccer through, I kind of quit the other two. Um, and then I played soccer continuously through high school and then into college, too. Um, how did you get into writing music? Well, I... I got into writing music actually by listening to Dashboard Confessional. That was pretty much my first experience in wanting to wanting to do something um, with a guitar and and make my own music rather than just listen to it. Uh, it was kind of one of those things where I thought, well, maybe this guy's playing solo acoustic guitar, so why can't I? And that's where I got my first inspiration for writing. And and um, you know, at first, man, my songs they were awful. <laughs> They were pretty bad lyrically when I look back on them now. But at the time, they were really important for me to, to write uh, kind of how I was feeling. So a lot of what I wrote was about relationships, as most people do. And uh, what did I really know? I was like seven. I think I started writing when I was 18. And I mean, honestly, what do you really know when you're 18 compared to what I know now? And I'm almost 33. Um <laughs> The life experience I've gained in the last 15 years, I mean, I couldn't, I can't even imagine, you know, what it's going to be like in the next 15 years. Like, what am I going to be writing about in the next 15 years? That's completely different than what I'm writing about now. So it's kind of interesting for me to think about. Yeah. Uh, I do from time to time think about what I'm going to be writing in the next 10 to 15 years, because I'm sure it's not going to be the same stuff I'm writing now, just because of life experience, you know, you yeah. learn different things, you learn new things over time. And, but yeah, that's, for me, when I was 16, or no, when I was 18, sorry, I had started writing songs. And they were mostly like punk rock on acoustic guitar, <laughs> I would call it. Yeah. And uh, it was just like really fast playing. And like, honestly, I, w I was actually more writing more poetry, I'd say. Like I was using very, very complex words. Um, in songs that didn't really flow very well. So my first experience in writing was really just about kind of figuring out how I was going to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, I was actually do writing more poems first and then trying to put music to them. And there wasn't a lot of flow in that when I was doing that. It was just kind of like, almost like chaotic. 
um, in a way, trying to make some stuff happen that uh, you just wouldn't necessarily think made uh, total sense even. So it was, it was interesting to me. I know this is kind of off a tangent because when I really think about when I was first started writing, it was nowhere near where it is now really is what it, the, the grand scheme of things comes down to. Yeah. I, uh, and when I, think, when I think back on, man, when I was 18, 19, writing songs, some of the stuff when I look back on it now, it didn't make any sense. Like when I, some of the songs made no sense whatsoever, whatsoever. Like lyrically, it was just about like putting words down on paper <laughs> and there was no like context to them almost. So it was, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. So, some of the songs just were like, this sounds cool, but does it really make sense? And the answer to most of the to that question is no. A lot of it didn't make much sense. It was just getting some thoughts off. Um, there was no order. It was just like getting some thoughts off of my chest on the paper. <laughs> Who inspires you in the music? Uh, initially, like I said, it was Dashboard Confessional. But, and I think it was just because, to me, I saw that it was very cool for him to go just go up on stage with his acoustic guitar and at the time, I was really into acoustic emo music. Yeah. Um, but now, I'd say my inspiration nowadays, uh, as far as musicians go, would have to be uh, you know guys like Dave Grohl. I think he's awesome. Um, I've seen a lot of Foo Fighters footage over the last few years. You know when they did that documentary on Sound City, when they did their kind of HBO series on their latest album, Sonic Highways. Yeah. I've gained a lot of respect for him, and I've never heard anything bad about him. You know, most of the time, you know, you, you hear, it's hard to keep a low profile when you're that famous. And I feel like he does a pretty good job, and I feel like when people talk about him, um, as far as, like, musicians or big, you know, celebrities go, they always have something nice to say. So, to me, that is a huge inspiration, because I'm like, huh, it must be really hard for him to keep a low profile being that famous. Yeah. Um, and just have people say all good things about you, you know, like, which is, that's what I want to be. You know, I want to be one of those artists where people will say the same thing. They'll say, oh, man, like, Jim, like, he's super cool. Like, I really like that guy. There's nothing, you know, like, I only have good things to say about him. Like, he always takes the time or he always, like, you know, tries to tries to do the right thing kind of thing. And uh, so that's somebody nowadays who inspires me a lot as far as musicians go. And uh, actually, lately I've been listening to a lot of uh, Christian music. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of radio stations in New Jersey. 106.9 is one of them, and 99.1 is another one. And they play. For, I've been getting a lot of inspiration from, from the songs that you hear on those stations. You know, they talk a lot about love, faith, and uh, yeah. they're very, like, upbeat and inspirational, motivational. So to me, um, it's kind of been right up my alley over the last, I'd say, two years. I've been listening to a lot of Christian. To a lot of. Um, and really anything that those stations play. You should listen to um, Stars Go Dim. Uh, they have been played on, on 99.1 for sure. I remember hearing, I forget what songs they have off the top of my head, but I've definitely heard their name on 99.1. So I'm sure I have listened to uh, at least a song of theirs. Yeah, are, they, are they really good? Yeah, they're very good. I've seen nice, them in man. concert for a couple of times. Cool. Um, oh, Mercy Mercy Me is another really cool band. Um, 
I really love their song Imagine. Uh, uh-huh. It's very powerful to me, and so um, that's been kind of one of my inspirations lately. But yeah, those those are the ones that have been kind of inspiring to me uh, from when I first started to kind of where I am now. Who would you want to go on tour with if you had the chance to? Oh man, ah, uh, that I love that question. Um, because there'd be so many people I could rattle off, probably. <laughs> but uh, let me pick like a top three and uh, and see if I can narrow it down to top three of people I'd want to go on tour with. Now I'm gonna, I might pick somebody who's not alive. Is that okay? Or yeah. does it have to be somebody who's no, alive? No, no. Does anybody ever? Anybody. It could be somebody new that's in in New Jersey, or it could be okay. like okay, so people that you worked with already. Okay, yeah. I mean, uh, so one of the bands I was in, I love the, the the guys that I was in the band with. I mean, I'd love to go on tour with the band that I was used to be in, Post Mark Twain. We had so much fun together. We wrote a lot of songs, um, and we just had a ton of fun, you know. And we were able to do good, um, you know by the songs that we wrote and making people feel good. And it was always a lot of fun in the writing process in the going to shows and playing process and the goofing off sort of that we used to do too. So that was, uh, it was pretty cool. I would love to go on tour with them. Um, you know, who knows if that'll ever happen, but it's just, we all kind of have our own lives now. We all do still keep in touch pretty closely through email and and on the phone and, and seeing each other every so often. But, uh, yeah. It'd be super cool to go on tour with them. I had so much fun with them. That, that, that was the most fun I've had in music, for sure. You know, being in that band and, and everything that we did together. Um, so them, I would love um, to go on tour with the Goo Goo Dolls. I think their their music is very interesting in the way that they write in a lot of open tunings, and it kind of lends itself to this, these really big productions and songs, like Iris like a black balloon, um, like here is gone. They're, they got sort of this big sound, even though they don't really portray themselves as like probably being a really big band. But uh, I've got to see them live a few times. And they were always really good. And uh, they're, they're another one of those bands that kind of seem to keep a low profile. You don't hear, really hear anybody bad talking, you know, the Google. Yeah. And, uh, to me, that's, that means a lot, you know, in the end. It's like, I want to just be around people that, that, want to do good and uh, work hard and have fun and, and make a difference through music, you know, and they seem like a band that kind of has their, their head up straight, you know. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's so many other bands I could choose from. I geez, I'd love to go on tour with freaking Led Zeppelin. That would be amazing. Um, those guys, I just, their musicianship and every single one of those guys in that band are super talented. Um, U2 would be another band I'd be uh, would love to go on tour. Those guys, again, you know, there, there's some controversy a little bit around, you know, some of the stuff that Bono stands for and, and says every so often, I feel like. But for the most part, like, their music is, is like, it's transformative. You know, there's a lot of their songs that, you know, a few of them I get the goosebumps with. And that's that's hard to do when they really... But the song and an artist really makes me feel something to the point yeah. where it hits my soul. And they do that with a few songs, like Where the Streets Have No Name. Um, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Like Songs like that really speak to me. And uh, I just think it'd be so cool to, to, to go on tour with a band like that and just be in the atmosphere, just even be in the arena would probably be like a, 
almost like religious experience. Like a, a band like that on that kind of level who writes these huge anthems, you know? Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, those, I mean, I, I could go on and on and on, but those are the ones that, uh, that I think, I think would be super cool to go on tour with. What is your greatest, greatest accomplishment in music? Huh. You know, I had this whole view in my head when I was a little younger that I would be going on tour, you know, and like, being a huge um, star, like record, like recording artist, and being yeah, being like a huge star, uh, so to speak. And um, you know, it, sometimes life gives you something else. And uh, yeah. and I feel like what I got was a really cool way to affect people positively through music. So I think my biggest accomplishment that I can think of is, is really getting to do what I do every day, and I, I help people with special needs. And um, I get to run a music program and I get to travel. I travel around the state. So every day I'm in a new place and I work for a company called Allies and uh, we help people, we help adults with special needs and I, I run a music program. And to me that has been so cool to, to really be direct and impacting someone's life in a positive way through music. And uh, it's really helped me grow not only musically because i've learned had to learn a ton of new songs that yeah. i never played before but also like emotionally um where you know having to really have a lot more patience than i've ever had uh be more compassionate towards people in general and um it's it helped me in my career you know like i just two years ago i had no idea how to write a grant and now i've written like several grants you know a few of them have actually come to fruition and that's a whole other process get into talking to people who write grants it's uh, pretty intense and in-depth and uh so it's it's been cool to me to kind of create something out of nothing like that's what music is for me too it's like taking a simple note and making the whole song out of it and uh it's just been it's just been an awesome experience overall but i think that might be my greatest accomplishment is being able to create almost like in a way i've created the position that i have at the pro at the company I'm at, there was no music program at all, and I kind of created that position. That's cool. And, uh, and yeah, there was no music program, and so I started it from scratch. And I did the same thing when I was at the previous company I worked for. They had no music program, and so I've I've started from scratch twice with two different companies, and built a music program. Um, one of them was just in one county, the county that I live in, and the other one now it spans across the state of New Jersey. So who knows? I mean, like, it's funny because it's like, who knows what the next step might be? Maybe, maybe this moves into like where I do more regional things, you know, where um, I work for a company that does regional music with special needs. Maybe it turns into a national thing. I have no idea, you know, but uh, you just never know. And uh, so that's, yeah, that's kind of, I feel like that's my biggest accomplishment is being able to do that and positively affect people with special needs. Well, that's cool that you made a, uh, program out of it yeah it's been cool definitely been cool it's uh <laughs> it's one of those things i never thought i would do to be honest dan like you just you think you have an idea in your head when you're younger like i said and you're just like huh i wonder how this is gonna go and uh you just you just never know sometimes like what life is gonna what, what's gonna happen in your life and it's just about being open to it's a new thing, being open to change, you know, because after all, that's not what life is, you know. Not every day is exactly the same, and 
you just kind of have to go with the flow. <laughs> How old are the um, people that are in the program? Um, so generally they fall within like the 40s, 50s age yeah. range. So like in someone in their 40s or 50s. But we do serve people as young as 21. We have a day program that has a lot of young uh, adults. So 21 up until there's a few people that are in their 80s. So uh -huh. the age range is very is vast. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Think about it. That's like six decades worth of people right there. Um, very interesting how our company operates. Uh, you know, we serve people mostly residentially. So we help them like in their day-to-day 24-7 supervision. Some of the people need, some people just need help with their banking and finances. You know, yeah. some people need to be changed and fed and bathed and all that stuff. Yeah. So it, it really runs the gamut of people who need to be served and helped. And, uh, and as far as age ranges go too, I mean, it's, it's like pretty wild to think it's not just like young adults, but it's like people who could be like my great grandfather. Oh, know? gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Um, who, what's your favorite song that you wrote or it's on your EP or you're working on your EP? Ah, uh, favorite song. I love, uh, favorite song I wrote solo has been, I gotta say, it's probably the song, uh, Lock It. I really like that song a lot. Um, and maybe one called Save My Soul. Uh, those are two that I really enjoy a lot. Um, Lock It was about a special circumstance in my life when uh, I was helping somebody who was in a time of need and a song was born out of it and I learned a lot of life experience in a short six months. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Um, I don't want to get too further into detail. It was basically helping someone, a friend of mine who was in desperate need of help gotcha. at a certain point <laughs> in their life. And, um, and then Save My Soul was interesting because to me it's kind of like a pop rock, almost punk that I wrote a couple years ago that I really like a lot and it's just about like paying tribute and uh, honoring you know the uh, our maker you know God you know uh, yeah. for me and to me that's really what that song is about it's just saying like thank you for giving me what you've given me um, you know hopefully I'm able to use the gifts and talents that you've provided for me to make a difference and uh, always honor you, sort of thing. So, it's the first time I've ever written a song of that nature. Well, I have one more last question. This sure. one's much different than the other ones. Um, okay. How did you get into writing books, children's books? Ha. Yeah, man. Um, honestly, getting into writing children's books was, I was, it was almost like a spawned out of boredom. Um, and I wouldn't say I'm not bored, you know, like I think life is very fascinating. Life is very interesting, but at night before going to bed, this is before my son was born. Yeah. Um, I, I have a hard time shutting off my mind at night yeah. and I can't go to bed like before like 11 o'clock at night. Like it's just not going to happen. Um, You're for a period, home. it was like not even before midnight. I couldn't even do it before midnight. Just, I was just so used to, I'm used to the college sort of. Yeah. lifestyle of just yeah. staying up late, you know, and, uh, so it spawned out of that. Um, and I just thought, man, what, how, how cool would it be to, to make these children's books that have a theme to them and use every letter of the alphabet and, uh, kind of use it as a teaching tool. 
Yeah. And that's that's what I did with these uh, these uh, these books. Um, they're all about alliterations. I love the kind of wordplay that you can have with them. And I just make a whole sentence out of every letter of the alphabet. So, like, for instance, I have a book that I wrote called um, Making Musical Melodies, and it's all about music. And so the letter A, and this is not exact. This is not exactly what's in the book. I'm just kind of spitballing off the top yeah. of my head. Is uh, the letter A would be like Alfred um, appreciates the uh, uh, A is I can't think. Of, this is see, this is bad. I can't think of even the instrument I would use for A. So let's do B. So like Barry bangs on the bongo. You know. Uh, yeah. So like it uses all the letter B. And it uses an instrument, and there's just a simple illustration of a guy named Barry playing the bongo. And then C would be, you know, moving on to the next thing. It'd be like, Carrie uh, caresses a cassonette or something like that, right? A cassonette is a percussion yeah. instrument. And so you use all of those, and you just keep going through the, the entire alphabet. I did that with a few different themes. It was cool. I did one with music, one with food. It was a cool challenge for me, like thinking a little bit differently than how I write songs. So it was kind of neat to, to kind of rework my brain in a different way. Yeah. Um, I think about piecing short sentences together that use every letter of the alphabet. It was just, it was quite a challenge, especially when you get to the letter Q and X. <laughs> yeah. Those letters, those letters are hard to make a sentence out of. Um, you know, so I've done that with like music, food. I've also done that with, um, what else have I done that with? Uh, transportation. I did one recently called Tons of Transportation. It's about like ways to get from here to there. I've done one about the ocean because um, I thought it was cool to, you know, talk about all the fish and, and wildlife in the ocean. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've done a few of them. It's been, it's been fun. So it's kind of just, like I said, it's spawned out of almost like not being able to shut my mind off at night and wanting to do something a little more creative, do something different that, that was creative for me to, to kind of get my mind taken in a different way. And uh, from there, I actually, you know, graduated almost in a way onto uh, writing um, actual novels. So I've written a few books that were different than children's books. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of cool, too, to think about organizing my thoughts in a different way, because that's totally different than writing, using a, uh, every letter of the alphabet to write a sentence with that letter than it is to write like a 150 page book um, yeah. that wants to really tell something and like have people get something out of it. So it's been cool to organize my thoughts in that way. And actually I'm, I'm working on recording an audio book for the two that I've finished um, out of those, like not children's books, like the actual short novels, I would call them. One of them is called finding your own tempo um, which is about basically paving your own way through life and uh, using music, faith, and exercise um, as a kind of foundation to do that. That's kind of what my life journey has been so far. And um, and then another one called Manic Music Manifesto, which again brings the alliteration back into it. Oh. <laughs> um, but that one is just about like how music has such an impact on everybody's life, whether you're a musician or not. And it's just about using kind of some socioeconomic uh, statistics and demographics from across the world and uh, some scientific research. I actually did a lot of research for this, for that one to kind of prove like why music is so important to everyday life. And uh, we should be cognizant of, of that and, and kind of make sure it's on our minds and, and actually to showcase a few of the, my musician friends who uh, have really done a great 
job in continuing music into their adult life. Because I always think it's it's so easy. Well, it's not so easy, but it's easier to do music when you don't have a lot of responsibility, you know. But when you get to be an adult, a lot of people will tell you, you're really going to pursue music as a profession? <laughs> you know, like, you get, are you going to give up on that pipe dream? Um, I've heard that before. And uh, to me, it's not a pipe dream. I've been able to realistically do that and make and make a difference with music, you know, and what I do at work, writing songs on the side, playing gigs, having my own music publishing company. So it kind of just like makes everything kind of make more sense to me in the end as yeah. far as like that book goes. So yeah, sorry I went off on a tangent there, but oh. yeah, that's the gist of it. Have you written any, um, I guess, um forget the name of it um nursery I, rhyme books uh no i haven't done any nursery rhyme books haven't uh haven't really done that yet maybe i'll get into that later it could be a cool thing to do doing the interview with me yeah dude i really appreciate it thank you i i it means a lot to me that you wanted 